0: this is teachers talk radio and you are listening live
1: hello welcome to the friday twilight show second of june with me maxine House. following our well-being theme and thinking again a little bit from resilience tonight we're talking all things rest hopefully we'll be joined by emma and she's trolling her way back from her travels.
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org, or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TTRadio. Tune in, talk it out, with Teachers Talk Radio.
1: hello there so all things rest rest more than just sleep something important something that we all need and something that we probably all ought to try to get more of um this week my blog i've been thinking and writing all about rest uh, this evening i'm hoping we're going to be joined by emma Um, who was due to join us a couple of weeks ago to talk resilience and has been super busy doing a million and one different things and this week she's been away on her travels up to Blackpool Um, and I hope that Emma's going to be able to join us and talk about her own experiences of rest, how she as a busy teacher manages to find time to rest, what she does as well as chatting a little bit about her school and some of her fabulous students. So I'll be keeping a lookout for for Emma. If she doesn't make it back, if traffic isn't on her side, um, she might not join us. But never mind, we'll be fine, because we are going to talk all things rest. So I'm really fascinated to hear from you as well. And Claire, good to see you joining us this evening. I may well call upon you if you're you're willing to share some of your things about rest. Because as I start to talk through what my half term's been about and what it's been like and how I've been focusing on rest, um, again, I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to hear how things have gone with you. So rest. Quite often we just think rest equals sleep. If we're getting enough sleep, if we're getting the, the six to eight hours, surely we should feel rested. But how many of us as busy teachers with busy, stressful quite often, demanding jobs, busy jobs, jobs that, that fill a large part of our life that are so full and of intertwined, fascinating relationships and, and things that can be really quite all exhausting? How do we think about rest? what we're going to be talking about this evening so i've been reading a little bit more about rest and and we know that that rest is a key factor in maintaining our well-being in 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 keeping well and you know in in keeping well enough to do this really important job that we do as as teachers (laughs) Claire's joining us from her tent in the Peak District, so straight away, I think that says some things about about her and her focus on rest. So we'll see. we'll see. Again, it's half term. Teachers are away, teachers are resting. That's brilliant to hear. Lovely if we can hear from you, though. Okay, so I'm sure you have have been there with this, that even with plenty of sleep, Even when you've had those six to eight hours sleep, you still end up feeling tired, still feel shattered, still feel like you haven't necessarily had the rest that you need. Well, that took me to think and look into rest a little bit more. And I was I was inspired a bit by Zoe, actually, who spoke a couple of weeks ago on here with us when she was talking about resilience as a head teacher. Quite a lot of her focus on that was about. Actually, sometimes saying that that's enough, I've, I've done as much of my job as I can do today, and I think that's really relevant in teaching. And that's what really led me on to thinking all about rest. So, as coaches, this is something that we, we talk to people about as well and, and encourage them to look into and, and think about. The work that, that's really interesting, I, I think, is by Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith, um, an American physician. Um, also, a speaker, fantastic, inspirational speaker. If you're you're able to ever hear her speak or, or pick up any of her um, any of her work on the internet, she she speaks and she writes in in her book about the seven. Ty- she's defined seven specific types of rest. So her her book, excellent book, um, sacred rest, not sponsored at all by Teachers Talk Radio, but something that I think is is fascinating, a fascinating read to have a look at. She she tells us that rest means those restorative activities that we do to help refill our tanks, and and our tanks, our energy tanks, will always become depleted through the day really often that our energy tank becomes depleted through the day so rest is something that truly energizes us re-energizes us and she's really clear dr dalton smith is really clear that rest is about very very much more than just sleep and she goes on to to define seven types of rest and and says that everybody needs these seven types of rest how much you need And how often you need these rest, that that varies from person to person. And and it varies over different times as well. People might feel um, that they can cope with less rest at some times. Other times they might feel that they need more. Everyone draws from a different pool of energy. um, But again, the best rest occurs when you revive the specific types of energy that you regularly deplete. And she says we can cover that really well if we focus on these seven types of rest. So what I've been doing this week, I've been I've been having a think about all of these different types of rest and trying to think about how I can make sure I get those different types of rest. So I thought, let, let's have a little look about what they are. And these are all in my blog as well. So first type, again, something we might not necessarily think. As rest, because it's not sleep and it's not necessarily still. And that, that's the thing that I think is interesting about a lot of these different types of rest. Actually, some of them involve us being quite active. So, first type of rest, creative rest. So, that's when we engage with things that inspire us and motivate us. And, and two key things that are really, really important for creative rest can be nature and art they're they're two classic things so again thinking about the beauty and the creativity that's out there in nature thinking about and and looking and taking note of, of what's out there and thinking creatively about nature is a really effective form of rest um so again anything that inspires you and it doesn't have to be something that you're very good at, because I think this is sometimes something that we get a little bit caught up in sometimes that we think we have to do past times that we're good at. Creating things and making things are, are really important, and really good types of rest. Um, next one, mental rest. When your mind is able to be quiet. And, and how often are our minds so busy? And quite often our minds are quiet when we're doing a fairly mundane activity. So, again, if we're doing something like running, our mind can really empty of things that are worried and we can just focus on our running. Similarly, mental rest can actually come when you're when you're focusing on something completely different, not not something that you're usually finding to be work. when you have something else to concentrate on something different and give your give your brain a really good rest from the things that it might be finding difficult might be finding stressful in your in your daily life so again can be really really helpful to have that sort of mental rest so number one creative number two mental rest number three physical rest so this might come from actually being still actually being being restful for some time in in what we actually think of resting but it can also be things that um help us to to relax it can be things like yoga some physical rest activities anything that relieves your body of muscle aches and tension and actually improves your sleep so physical rest a great bath um or a a jacuzzi or a massage are really good examples of physical rest again might see those as being luxuries might see that sort of real level of, of physical rest as being um something that that is a luxury that we don't get very often or that we we maybe don't need however really really important so creative mental rest physical rest Brings us on to the fourth. And I think this one's fascinating. Quite a lot of the things that, that bring us stress and can really tire us out can be that as as teachers, Heike, think think about your day as a as a teacher or as a school leader, the the number of interactions that you, you actually have. Um, You know, think about the number of students or pupils that you you talk to or you interact with in a variety of ways, some of them being quite challenging, and parents and colleagues, Um, other other people that that pass by your, your school. Again, it's a really busy social place. So the fourth type of rest, social rest, I think is fascinating actually spending some time some actual physical restful time focusing on relationships that you you cherish and spending time with people who really enhance and bring something positive into your life again it can be quite an, an active form of rest, that social rest, that chatting, um, walking and talking, or being out, engaging, having a drink together can be a really, really effective form of rest. So, number five, emotional rest. Now, I think this one again is quite fascinating, and this is where that whole idea of talking and being listened to is so crucial emotional rest is all about having the opportunity to express your deepest feelings and actually really be your genuine self quite often as teachers we're wearing that mask we're you know we're we're out there We, we we are putting on a a show we you know we're there we're on we're on stage effectively quite often we're not necessarily always being who we really are and actually showing that that really vulnerable side actually you know talking out about things that that either concern us or things that are really important to us that's the really important and being able to to express that and and not to face any judgment on it too that's a really really important type of rest brings us on to six sensory rest now uh, crikey Claire up in the pleat district in your tent fantastic time for sensory rest taking absolute respite from all that background noise including and this is the one that can be sometimes difficult to shut out I think not just the background noise that's happening from um, cars and radios and and television and so on but any background noise that you might be having in your head that might be your own negative self-talk so again rest being aware if you're telling yourself you're not good enough at something or or something isn't going as well as it should be or, or blaming yourself or continually beating yourself up on something that whole sort of thought about um taking respite from that and the other thing of course to take respite from and to to really cut off from <coughs> is um To be able to actually stop some interaction with all of those many many digital devices and that again brings great value we are uh, we are all i speak with myself slightly addicted to my phone continually having a look at what's going on on twitter seeing who's saying interested in things thinking about what's going to happen on tonight's show but also then thinking about that sensory rest taking a rest from all of that and and claire yeah walking by the river today just listening to the sound of water oh i watching the ducklings as well how how beautiful what a great what a great way to rest imagine that that again you'll come away from that just feeling so rested just sitting listening focusing on on the sound of the river and i think that one as so i think these all tie in um the seventh type of rest that um Dr Dawson Smith highlights is spiritual rest and again this like the others is really really interesting tapping into that feeling that you are part of something bigger so i, I challenge you on this one claire tonight out in your your tent in the peak district and you you do you do seem to have some decent weather which isn't always the case, um, I'm sure. When when you're camping, but when you're there and you see those stars and you, you see that how the vastness of our universe and thinking about your place in it, where do you belong? Where do you fit in? That whole idea of spirituality is something that, that doesn't always come naturally to me. And I must admit, of when i I'm going to talk in a few minutes about my week of rest and that's been quite quite challenging to think about that spiritual rest of course meditation is a really proven way to slow down our brains to focus and to create rest and i I have got some meditation for us to to have a look at and and if you you want to join in with it with it later on then that's something that we've got but again really really important and yeah claire can see you like the norfolk coast because of those huge horizons over the sea that that whole idea of the sea and the vastness of the ocean and looking out into the horizon that that's hugely spiritual i think and again part of why that is so incredibly restful so thank you thank you for for sharing that so those seven types of rest creative rest when you engage with things that inspire you thinking about art mental rest quietening your mind focusing on what's really important physical rest rest that relieves your body of all of those aches and pains and helps improve your sleep social rest spending time with people that you cherish and engaging with people who really bring something into your life quite often people don't always do that sensory rest taking respite from background noise and spiritual rest all fascinating all seven really really important types of rest so again fascinated to hear a little bit more from you this evening about that. I'm gonna take a slightly earlier journey into the news this evening and see if that gets Emma a chance to join us. If not, I'll continue with my story and and my my story of my week of rest. Um, And again, hopefully you'll be able to share some of that with me too.
2: This programme has been brought to you by The Happy Confident Company. Our clinically-approved, ready-to-go, well-being and mental health programme will help your pupils thrive. In only 10 minutes a day, you'll be able to deliver social and emotional learning and well-being tools throughout your school. To find out more, visit us at www.happyconfident.com.
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio. And this is Teachers Talk Radio... News.
3: The debate around immigration took a turn towards education this week, as the UK government announced that foreign postgraduate students on non-research courses will no longer be able to bring family members to the UK. According to the BBC, the University of Wolverhampton has already criticised the new plan. Whilst Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said the move would help bring migration down, Dr Rachel Morgan Guthrie from the university said students who came with a support network were more likely to succeed. Last year, 135,788 visas were granted to dependents of foreign students, nearly nine times more than in 2019. In the same period, 680,000 foreign students studied in the UK. There was also a division within the government, as some wanted to see the ban on dependence extended to all postgraduate students, whilst others, including Education Secretary Gillian Keegan, argued that there were economic benefits both to universities themselves and the wider community. Vapes have regularly appeared as a topic of concern for many teachers, and a recent report into substances found in illegal vapes is likely to raise further issues. The BBC reports that vapes confiscated from school pupils contained high levels of lead, nickel and chromium. The results of the test showed that children using them could be inhaling twice the safe limit of lead and nine times the safe amount of nickel. High levels of lead exposure can affect the central nervous system and brain development. The majority of the vapes analysed were deemed illegal and had not been tested before being sold in the UK. So-called highlighter vapes designed in bright colours to look like highlighter pens contained unsafe levels of the metals coming from the e-liquid. The government has allocated £3 million to tackle the sale of illegal vapes, but critics say it is not enough to deal with concerns around the number of children gaining access to these products. In Scotland, school meal debt could be scrapped in some additional areas after North Ayrshire Council agreed an action to investigate the impact the debt was having on families and schools. Head teachers of local schools are regularly reminding parents they owe money, according to the story in the Daily Record. Twelve councils across Scotland have already abolished this type of debt. The increase in families struggling with paying for meals has been attributed to the cost of living crisis. Many schools have reported parents struggling to feed children and resorting to sending pupils to school with inadequate packed lunches or, in extreme circumstances, keeping children off school to avoid accruing more debt. Finally, and staying with the topic of food, STV reports that in Glasgow, free school meals have been so popular that head teachers have had to stagger lunch times to ensure everyone can eat comfortably. The increased uptake of children in P1 to P5 accessing a free meal has again been attributed to the cost of living crisis meaning more families are needing to access certain benefits. But at least everyone is getting a good meal and the staggered breaks have helped kitchens and dining halls to cope. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox.
0: This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I'm considering how easy it is to get
4: distracted when researching on the internet. I'm putting myself in the shoes of a young person and I've set myself a task of writing a report on the greatest invention of all time. I'm also not going to use ChatGPT. So my first online search shows a lot of people claim the wheel is the greatest invention. And let's face it, there are a lot of them around. There are 9 million bicycles in Beijing. And that's a fact. That's 18 million wheels just on bikes in one city. If we assume nobody has a tricycle. This led me to want to know how many bicycles there are in the world. The answer I found was an estimated 1 billion. That's 2 billion wheels, again assuming nobody has a tricycle. Now I want to know how many wheels are there in the world. Another search tells me there's an estimated 37 billion, 24 of these billion being toys and the next biggest share of 8.4 billion being on cars. A quick scan of the results page poses an additional question I hadn't considered. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Well, I simply have to know. In a few clicks, I find out it's estimated there are 48 billion doors in the world. So based on this research, there are more doors and isn't a door a great invention? Yet it's not been proposed as one in my prior searches. And if there are that many doors, how many hinges must there be? The amazing thing about the internet is that there's always an answer. And the way search engines deliver those answers are designed to keep you interested and active. So potentially you see more ads and make them more money, which doesn't help get that report written, does it? Does your school teach young people how to research effectively? Do our young people realize how much they're advertised at? I'd love to hear your thoughts. As always, want to get in touch at Tz Radio Official? I'm Steve Woods,
0: and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio.
1: I love two minute tech. It's brilliant. Fascinating to hear that. And yeah, hearing those those news stories, how terrifying about those illegal vapes and the impact that they um, can have on young people as well positive to hear about that um increasing school dinner uptake as well which is is really really positive isn't it so again thank you to the teachers talk radio team for providing the news that's always fascinating to hear thank you thank you very much so um i I can see that my guest is is struggling to get get back having enjoyed a really really restful week this week so i'm I'm going to go on and talk a little bit about about my week about about my half term week and again fascinated to to hear from you and hear about yours so again um where, where i live i live i'm really fortunate to live live out in the countryside and again being able to appreciate that is is really really important to me i know it's not everybody's cup of tea and and visiting some friends in town last night i could see what a beautiful place that was to live as well really nice spot of town but again for me being out in the countryside being out with lots of that space is really important and when i was teaching full-time and particularly when i was ahead i i don't think i always really well I know I didn't always focus enough on my own rest and then the impact that that later had on on my resilience was 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 quite negative so again just just calling out to all of you out there who are, who are teaching and you know maybe maybe teaching more full-time more classes than, than I have to work with um this idea of rest is so important so I really hope That you have been having a fantastic half term week and have been enjoying this rest so again really focusing on the seven types of rest and trying to have a look at at what i do so monday um and and the weekend so started with the weekend over the weekend and and then monday i I had some show jump coaching i am in no way shape or form an expert horse rider um and I've, i've got a horse who's quite quite challenging at the moment and doesn't really know what he's doing and I've got someone I work with Sharon is fantastic and she's really helping to boost our confidence now when I'm doing that um I have to really focus on on what I'm doing where my legs are what my hands are doing how I'm managing to to navigate Jack my horse between the jumps and and with that point I can't think of any of the the stresses and and things that are about my chair of governor role or about the children that I work with or or any of the teachers that I'm trying to help I have to focus purely on that whole idea of of what I'm doing and where I am with my horse and that provides such a great level of mental rest for me it's again I, I came I came out of that day um slept well afterwards because it is quite physically tiring but it's such a bonus because again really positive the rest of the day on monday um yeah i was, I was outdoors A garden our garden is wild and there's so much to do the, the streamer is one of my best friends um trying to get that all cut down and we've just the oh just add the ultimate excitement i'll I'll jump to what's coming up this weekend we've got a skip and a digger which i just think that that's so exciting for this weekend i love that so trying to get the garden and what's going on outside and around where the horses are in order is just so good for for mental rest and I, I can see from what Dr Dalton Smith writes about these different types of rest, how that, that creative that mental rest tied in with creative rest, trying to make something, trying to make that a slightly better shape and, and actually look more like a garden and less like some sort of wilderness is really positive so again even by Monday actually already starting to feel the benefits that weekend and Monday of of the the riding and of being outside in the garden that really really positive and of course does also bring in some social rest some time to spend with the people I care about most with my husband um, long-suffering husband who who puts up with my my many horses and my interests and and all the things that, that I do and does lots of his wonderful stuff as well and been able to actually spend a bit more time with him and also with my dad my dad's 90 um he lives next door to us and i can just see how powerful focusing on social rest is so so by monday night slept really well starting to feel really really rested tuesday then was a, a running day Um, running day out with the dogs and a really, um, really great form of mental rest. But also where I have my best ideas, I think, anything that I'm going to write or um, things that that to do with with teaching when I'm I'm back in the classroom or or how I'm going to solve any little problems around leadership or how I'm going to help out other people. Those thoughts and ideas often come to me when I'm running and i think it's a really useful way to have your head focused on something and there's quite a lot of research that says that we don't have our best ideas when we're sat at our desk which ironically is quite often the time we're trying to have ideas however we do get best ideas when we're out doing something like running so again mental rest and creative rest and i was that's when i was really inspired to think actually i want to write a little bit about what's going on this week as well as not just focus on it so that's when i had the idea at that point to actually write about rest in my blog this week so again that's really helpful wednesday brought my fortnightly catch up with uh, my fellow coach terry and she is just fantastic and one of the people that provides me with really top quality emotional rest we often coach each other terry is terry's a former teacher as well she's she's actually just starting some work as a school librarian over in ipswich where she lives um and she's going to be so fantastic at that it's because she's just going to be great inspiring young people to read and we often just chat, actually, um, we fortnightly Zoom conversation when we talk about what's going on with our work, but we often chat and just the opportunity to talk things through. And there's something about, I met Terry through coach training. So we've become friends, but we are coach friends first. And what I think that relationship really brings is it really brings An opportunity to talk things through without judgment and it it brings a space where i can be really quite open and vulnerable and not all conversations and relationships allow that because quite often i i find and i'm sure you do too find that i can be quite guarded um and again what can be difficult sometimes i think is actually trying to think okay let's let's be a little bit more vulnerable let's as as brene brown in her great writing tells us let's open up our vulnerability but again we don't always do that and my conversations with terry because i think they are underpinned by some of these ideas of coaching even when it's just a chat i feel the vent i feel the benefit i feel the benefit of talking then with no fear of judgment more creative rest as well on wednesday um i've decided to start making a new house number um and it's it's nothing exciting nothing brilliant and my my projects are often slightly less than expert i have to have to admit but but i like doing them and i li- i like the creativity that comes comes with it so deciding to make a house number just a cut off from an old scaffold board sanded it routed the edges and then started some dremel using a, a like a you know, like a little dremel tool to to engrave the number on it the number nine it's our house number and then i'm going to sand it paint the number as well um look, the one that i made previously i did did with a wood burner that started to fade and started to crack so I just thought well let's let's try it in a different way so it's still a work in progress um, I was going to do a little bit more on it today, but um, in the end, I didn't. I took to different type of rest today and didn't do any more work on that. But again, that creative rest, that time and, and looking back on something that you've made, even if it hasn't gone ever so well, even if we get to the end and you're, you're going to what started as a house number ends up as a doorstop. Who knows? It, it might, it might not. Um, but I really like that idea and I can see exactly what Dr. Dalton Smith is saying and exactly what she means when she talks about that as a really as about creativity and about that creative rest as being so, so, so powerful. I'm going to pause for a minute there as we've got to Wednesday before I go on to Thursday and Friday and talk a little bit more about what's going to go on for the weekend. I'd love to hear from you about what you've been doing this week to rest. But I'm also just going to pause for a moment while we hear a little bit more from our advertisers.
0: You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at TV.
2: This programme has been brought to you by The Happy Confident Company. Our clinically approved, ready to go, wellbeing and mental health programme will help your pupils thrive in only 10 minutes a day you'll be able to deliver social and emotional learning and well-being tools throughout your school to find out more visit us at www.happyconfident.com
1: happy confident what a superb way to focus on pupil well-being But I am going to argue that one of the best ways to focus on pupil well-being is also, as well as doing that, in those 10 minutes, and I think they are fantastic resources as well. They are really, really super resources. But I think we do also need to make sure we're focusing on our well-being as as educators and as, as the adults in the room here. I think that is something that we just can't emphasise enough. Okay, so after wednesday and and wednesday that creative rest um which was lots and lots and lots of fun really really enjoyed that thursday turned into an entire day of social rest and from a couple of things being planned a couple more then happened in the afternoon it just seemed to be a whole day of social rest so started off with a new run, um, run on a new route. We ran a fantastic route through, um, we're based in Bedfordshire and we we ran through footpaths that go through Woburn Safari Park. So again, let's just think about all the awe and wonder that goes with that, seeing the elephants, seeing the, um, the other animals that were there. What else did we see? Let me think, saw giraffes, absolutely fantastic. And having that run and run with a friend. So running and chatting, that means quite often i have to walk because i can't physically run and um talk as well i do get do get too out of breath trying to to juggle with both of those but really really great fun um great to see that those animals as well and what a nice social thing to do that that run so the afternoon then was was supposed to be getting on and trying to to continue taming the garden and getting that um a little bit better but I just ended up having a couple of unexpected visitors in the afternoon so one again was was a former colleague and i was running with a former colleague who'd become a friend and i think that's really interesting how we build some really solid friendships actually through our work the other was a friend who'd been a friend um before she was a colleague and then then even um then was must have been completely mad to then come and work with me and now uh, we don't work together anymore but it was just such a lovely afternoon catching up talking about all, all sorts of different things another horsey person brought her dog so lots lots of time outside but that social rest that time with people who really bring something positive to our lives that's a really important thing i think about the the people that we value and people who are important and and that that sense of connection one of my most valued values um just really came out yesterday and then a couple of neighbors called by just again completely unexpected really nice to see them and, and again feel really lucky to to have had that as well so but then I'd got planned some some new colleagues a school that i'm I'm working with um a really nice group invited me to to one of their houses for an evening of drinks and again that whole thing that that definition of um of of social rest and thinking about spending your time with on relationships you cherish and engaging with people who enhance your life really fortunate then yesterday to have those different groups of people and and by the end of it yeah feeling quite tired i'd run i'd had a late night but slept really well and that has set me up perfectly for friday today has really been a day of physical rest so some of the stretches some things after after the run so make some pains um you know just just feeling it a little bit there Um, not you know not not totally young so needing a little bit of of support and and help with that so some physical rest there but also um actually today i've really focused on sensory rest so until mid-afternoon um i had a a day pretty much entirely away from all things devices and and had a good few hours there in the day of, of really focusing on not having that and enjoying some absolute quiet and I'm really feeling the benefit of that all those different types of rest as they've built up this week have been so 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 valuable and I can really see something in this and I wonder how that works for you. Which of these types of rest are most important to you? And how, how do they work? So over now to the one that I haven't probably focused on as much as I'd like to. And that's that spiritual rest. Um, and again, just thinking about how I'm going to do this. And again, we've talked a little bit about things like being at the sea, looking at the sky, thinking about those. What I'm going to do in in just a minute, I'm going to go back to our um, advertisers just for a moment, back to our advertisers just one more time, because it is going to be a slightly shorter show this evening as we um, leave a little bit earlier so that that the brilliant James can do his show after us. Um, So we will be finishing a little bit early. So I'm going to go over to our advertisers again. But just have a little think. And and if there's anything that you can share about your favourite types of rest, what can you bring to this and what can you talk about for me? That would be really great. I'd love, love, love to hear from you.
2: This programme has been brought to you by The Happy Confident Company. Our clinically-approved, ready-to-go wellbeing and mental health programme will help your pupils thrive. In only 10 minutes a day, you'll be able to deliver social and emotional learning and well-being tools throughout your school. To find out more, visit us at www.happyconfident.com.
1: Thank you very much. Happy Confident. So, what's this weekend going to bring? What type of rests will we be having with a digger and a skip? Well, there'll be some mental rest there. There'll be some creative rest as we get everywhere tidied up and get, get going with that. And we'll be thinking as well as we come to the end of the weekend about some positives to start The last half term before we go into the summer. Busy half term for for many of us um, as we start to to work with school leaders to plan the next year. Lots and lots going on there. So it's really important to maximise this amount of rest. One of the questions that I'm going to be be asking myself and also asking you as, as teachers to think is, it's really interesting thinking about these big bits of rest while we're off, while we're on holiday, a whole day of rest, a whole day focusing on social rest. How can we bring those into a day when we're actually at work? How can we, what are we going to do around that? Um, And I just wonder if that is Emma that has joined us. I can see we've got a new person joined us hello lovely to hear from you if it is i will make you a co-host so that you can speak um so i'm not sure whether it is at the moment so i just test meanwhile i'll just talk a little bit about making each of these seven types of rest something that we can do in little pockets during a busy teaching day so creative rest well I guess that links to our actual teaching and our, our art, doesn't it? And our, our craft as teachers. Hopefully, we are teaching things that, that motivate us. I'd really hope to think that we are teaching things that, that motivate us. So, what we're creating and what we're doing and how we're working with the children. Um, can be something that is really, really positive. I've just invited somebody to be a speaker. So let's see if that is going to be Emma, who's joining us. We'll see. I've invited them. We'll see if they if they pop up and if they appear in a minute. If not, it might be somebody else wanting to talk to us about um, their rest. So, yes, creativity. When we're actually back at school in the classroom, what are we going to do and how can we do that? Uh, no, I've lost that particular person's call in. So I hope I didn't just delete you. If that was you, if you'd like to call in again, that's great, and I'll make sure I can add you. Right? Okay. Let's keep going. Let's see what we're doing. So yeah, so that that creativity. I hope we're teaching stuff that that does inspire us and can help our creativity. How do we find time for some mental rest during the school day? So that's going to be about some of the use of our break times and lunch times which can be really pressured when we're in school because we will be potentially supervising wet breaks and wet lunches dashing from one thing to the next seeing other students at lunch time how can we spend a few moments just focusing on having a few moments of quiet headspace In the time. Well, I'm going to talk about one way that we can do that because I'm going to link this to one of the things that we can practice is a body scan. And that is part of this spiritual spiritual rest. And it's a big thing, and we can spend some time practicing it. But it is then something that during the teaching day we can just focus on and just run through quickly, just to quieten our mind. Same as physical rest again not sure how many times busy teachers get time to to actually sit down and just take a moment to rest but again think if we're school leaders how can we factor those times in social rest this is a really tough one to balance and i can i can remember as a teacher quite often wanting to use a lot of my break times and lunch times to get through the work and to be able to then not take lots and lots and lots home. Um, I've just sent an invite in case that is somebody that wants to be a speaker and I shall see if they are. They've got somebody here. Okay. So, um, yeah, so again, that whole idea about social rest, really important to have some time in the classroom when you can or outside of the classroom when you can actually spend a little bit of time with your colleagues they're really important people to us and i hope i hope you've got positive colleagues but again think about that how you can use those break times not necessarily hanging around and letting work expand to fill the time after the end of the day but again those relationships you cherish those important people to you sometimes and totally appropriately of course that might actually be with your students. And that's one of the things that I had wanted to talk to Emma about. So I see Emma tweet totally appropriately about the really positive relationship she has with her students, particularly her year 11s, who she's taught for a long time, in quite a challenging setting. And again, that's a really important link. Do we have time as in our schools? Do we have time and do we have somebody who we can always talk to and express our emotions and our deepest feelings to well it's possible isn't it if we've got a really good line manager or there's somebody in school who works in that position who or who can signpost but that's really important too and that's why i think some of these most most some of these well-being services that, that schools can have are important so that teachers have the opportunity when they're in school when they're in a busy day to have some of the time to have somebody to talk to i think sensory um rest is really challenging in the school day because schools are busy they're noisy and they're loud so those times to take a walk for five ten minutes walk away from your desk what can you do can you go and get a drink can you find a slightly quieter more a more serene place in a busy place like a school is important so yeah it's one thing isn't it being really really keen on how we are going to focus on our rest when we are off work like this week and I've had that luxury to really focus on it thinking about how we're going to make sure these seven types of rest are factored in our day when we're back is more challenging so again be really interested to hear from you and hear about how you rest what do you do how can you factor any of those into your day any thoughts on how you will factor any of those types of rest can you get any rest in your day when you're back at school do you want to tell me any of your thoughts okay claire i know you're in your tent so i haven't come to you as a speaker um but again (laughs) ha. But yes, you're absolutely right. Put headphones on and the Calm app. So there are some really super things like that out there that if you do can have five, 10 minutes in your school day to get into some of those habits can be really, really positive. And again, that's really difficult, isn't it, to find that time. But if we can, that's going to really boost our well-being and it's going to help us enormously. So really positive. So, I wonder now if um you would be willing to go through if i i'm going to actually run through and suggest a mindfulness exercise because this is something that I think if we we practice it outside school it's something then that we can dial up and use fairly quickly once we actually need it once we're in a stressful situation once things are once we're in a place where things are really difficult for us. We will be able to to use this then and, and make sure that we can um, actually access some mindfulness really quickly. Again, love Claire's idea about putting headphones on and the car map and really and using the car map. Really, really helpful. Excellent. Right. I've just got somebody else has, has arrived, which is great. So thank you. Good to see some more people joining us to talk about the seven types of rest. So we've got these seven types of rest we've talked about how we can do those and how they work in our holidays what about how we can then use these seven types of rest when we're back and when we're in school so again fascinated to hear from you really do come and talk to us if you can really like to hear from some of you if you'd like to join us to talk about these types of rest creative rest Engaging with things that inspire and motivate us. Mental rest when you quiet your mind and focus on what's really important. Really positive. And again, mindfulness, like Claire tells us, there really important to practice it. Not just use it when it's in, a, in an emergency. So helpful to use mind mindfulness as much as you possibly can again if you then get used to using it when you need it in an emergency when you need to dial it up on one of those busy days in schools it's there ready and it's serving you so what i'm going to do thank you for that so we've talked creative rest mental rest physical rest social rest emotional rest sensory rest and spiritual rest feeling that you're part of something bigger what we're going to do is i'm going to go through with you a just a type of meditation and again really simple just a guided meditation script that helps us focus and this is something that i have used quite frequently if you practice it outside of stressful situations then when it is an emergency and you need to do this quickly you then can help um, to actually dial it up when you need it. Just as a regular exercise, mindfulness. There's lots and lots of um, research around mindfulness as a, as a really important time for rest and something that is very, very positive for for mental health. And when when we when neuroscientists look at the changes within the brain that mindfulness brings, that there's a lot of evidence around it, um, and it's it's really really powerful. So I'm going to go going to go through one guided meditation with you a really simple one called the body scan and it's it's a simple one because it's one that you you'll be able to remember and you'll be able to say in your head and use yourself so here we go all right so just a short one so these these can go on there are you um again some various apps that are out there for you to use also really positive i think as well as as an activity to use with students particularly students who are um, very much caught up in the moment to try and de-escalate if, if you work and have positive relationships with students and would find that they might be in a place to do this it, it can be really really positive so here's a really short example really really short and it's just called the body scan really really easy to remember as well and easy to work on yourself so love it if you join me to to have a go and to just work through this so just take a moment to get yourself into a comfortable position so sitting standing so perfectly okay to do this standing and again when you're you're in school and you're working through this quickly in an emergency situation or um just for five minutes before you're going into a conversation that might be challenging you might be standing or you might be sitting totally up to you so standing sitting lying whatever's working for you at the moment if it works for you to close your eyes that's fine or Keep them slightly open. And if you try, just focus for a moment on lifting your spine at the top of your back and allowing your shoulders to soften. And just think that through. So, sitting comfortably, close your eyes or have them slightly open. Will your spine to lift and your shoulders to soften? Just so that that helps you to just take a moment of of relaxation. Okay. So short body scan just helps to check in with our bodies sometimes to settle the mind. While we're going through this, if your mind wanders, that's fine. Just let it. No judgment. Doesn't matter. And just then try and bring yourself back to the part of the body that we're talking about. Try and think what sensations you feel, what emotions are present at each time. Okay, let's go. So we're going to begin by taking a full breath in and a long breath out. And again, full breath in and a long breath out. Now bring awareness to the top of your body. Bring your awareness to the very top of your head. Is there anything touching your head? What can you feel? Can you feel your hair? Think about your face. Anything on your face? Are you wearing glasses? And your neck. Can you feel any tension in your neck? And then think down to your shoulders. Noticing any sensations, any movements or any places of holding, any muscles that are tense. Just think them through, just notice. Now bring your attention moving down your arms, down from your shoulders to your upper arms, through your elbows, Down into your lower arms and through to your wrists. And into your hands. Think about the right hand. Think about the fingers. Is the hand touching anything? And the left hand. The hand touching anything? What can you feel? Noticing any sensations, any movements or any places of holding? How sense the back of the body? Are you leaning on anything? Can you feel a chair behind you? Any sensations in your back? And the front of your body? Any tensions? Any sensations in the front of your body? If you're seated, can you feel the contact of your body with the chair or the cushion. Notice any sensations with the chair, any places of holding, any tensions. Now sensing your upper legs, any tension in the upper legs. And the lower legs, and the feet. Can you feel where your feet meet the ground? Are your feet in shoes or socks? Any sensations? Any movements, any places of holding? Are there any places that are calling out for attention? Where do the sensations feel the most vibrant or dynamic? And then come back. And start to think. And congratulations for going through that mindfulness exercise. Again, there are some really, really super, um, really super exercises um, that you you can access fairly easy. And, and many schools, if you have um, a if you have a great well-being package that you can buy into they might well have some mindfulness if not there are there are many out there on on the market and again i think it's something really positive to use with schools and i think our sponsors some of the work that that our sponsors and our advertisers are are doing link really closely with that as well and it's excellent work so i can see that we have emma joining us and i have she has said that she's had and i've got a lovely message from emma so thank you so much emma for joining us um i can see that you've got back from your travels which is great and i hope you've had a wonderful restful time thank you for your your nice comments that you've you've messaged to me by the power of twitter and i can see you've got a connection that keeps just jumping you in and jumping you out um but it was nice thank you for listening and thank you for your nice comments about the things that have been said so in summary, I've I've I have invited Emma. I can see she's really struggling. So thank you for joining us, and thank you everybody that that's listened this evening. Um. So in summary, rest more than just sleep. We've got those seven types of rest, and thank you for listening, and thank you for sharing those. Really good to be mental and, and mentally mindful of them when we've got time to take those in when we've got a break like this week in half term going back in next week when you are doing and we are doing all that brilliant work with with students some of whom might be really challenging how are we going to make sure that that rest is then going to be part of what we're doing And again thinking about creative rest thinking about mental rest physical rest social rest emotional rest sensory rest and spiritual rest thank you so much um, to everybody who's listened in this evening and if you're listening not now and you're listening as part of a podcast that you've downloaded later thank you to you as well and i hope you've enjoyed it i will be back in two weeks time um please check um and keep a check and uh, contact me on twitter where i am maxine coaching and and again my My name on twitter maxine coaching i am a teacher i work in schools at the moment as well and and do a variety of different pieces of work so i really love to chat to you and i'd really like to hear whether our well-being focus that we've had overall with um the the twilight show where, where fridays have been very much well-being based whether that's helpful to you or there's any other topics that you'd really, really like to also hear after, afterwards as well. Now, we have the brilliant James following afterwards um, with a really action packed show. So I hope you will join with him and he will actually be on Podbean from 7.30. He um, joins always on the first Friday of every month and I'm here on every other Friday so i look forward to 2 weeks time when i shall join you again on the 16th if um if my calendar is correct on the 16th of june look forward to being back here um or please download and see you again okay thank you so much for listening it's been a real joy to be here i love it it's great for my well-being it is a Really great creative rest for me to come on here and ramble on to all of you. And again, it's lovely to be here. Wonderful connection. Really great to be part of Teachers Talk Radio. See you soon.
0: You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio. This is Teachers Talk Radio and you are listening
1: live.